Welcome to What We Do in the Meadow, a podcast where we lovingly roast the Twilight series chapter by chapter. I'm Laura. And I'm Ryan. And uh, today we are talking about chapter 10, Interrogations. Chapter 10, Interrogations. Edward drives Bella to school. Bella actually has a conversation with Jessica, probably the longest conversation she's had with anyone in these books besides Edward and Jacob so far. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Bella and Edward have lunch. On the surface, seems like a pretty... Boring, stupid chapter. But I have something important to say. I think this chapter I have enjoyed more than any other chapter so far in this book. Including the beach. Um. Personally. I agree. And I was kind of wondering why. I kind of sat back and I was like, why did I enjoy this so much? Because it really is the same old shit. It is Bella the same goes old to shit. school. She, you know, details every conversation that she has with everyone that she sees mm-hmm. that day. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the chapter. I think it was better because it wasn't so goddamn mopey. Yeah. This chapter was like the least mopey chapter in this book so far. Yeah, she's actually in a good mood for like the whole time. Yeah. And Edward's also in a pretty good mood for most of the time. And Jessica's definitely in a great mood. Yeah, Mike's in a great mood. Jessica's in a great mood. Everyone's kind of like hit their stride. Also, I think it's finally hit that point in the book where... We're not, like, introducing the characters anymore. We kind of just know them. And they're not, like, it's not, like, all this, like, boring, like, it's kind of, like, oh, like, these are, like, the characters that we know now. And we get to just kind of, like, hang with them for the day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So this was the usual bullshit, but not as mopey. It was, it was pretty enjoyable. It was pretty pretty enjoyable. It was pretty good. Laura read this one before I did. Uh, Because I had other podcasting-relating business to uh, tend to. Mm -hmm. And she looked at me in my whole eyes, and she was like, I enjoyed this one. And I I sat back, and I was like, no, you fucking didn't. I did. You goddamn liar. I truly liked it. But it's true. I had a lot of fun reading this It was a good one. It was a good one. And, like, I think another reason is because they finally, like, just admitted that he's a vampire. So the chapter is not full of Bella, like... What could be going on with this mysterious and beautiful boy? And now it's just like, here's my friend Edward, the vampire. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I kind of enjoy that. Also, I can tell that we're getting close to meeting the other Cullens, and I'm so excited for that. So I think that's helping as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so Bella wakes up. It's morning time. She she says it's pretty foggy outside, so she knows damn well she's going to see Edward Cullen. She wakes up, gets dressed. Boom, boom, boom down the stairs. She's running late. She's running late. And again, she drinks from the carton. She drinks from the carton. That's exactly what I was getting to. She swallows a granola bar in three bites, and then she swigs some milk from the carton. Milk. Like milk. Like a savage beast. Milk from a carton. She probably doesn't even screw the lid on tight. No. Charlie's going to pull that John out. No care in the world. That lid's going to go flying. I don't even think they get the kind of milk that has lids. I think Charlie, well... I think oh, Charlie, you think it's like a paper carton? Yeah, I think he would probably just buy, probably just like a paper carton, and Bella just keeps buying the same brand, because she's like, whatever. That's horrible and disgusting. The texture of a paper, of a wet paper carton in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Bella's a sociopath. That has made me want to die. <clears throat> this chapter is ruined now. Thank you, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, but that happens. She's walking out to her truck, and she's noting that it's like, Super cold. Super cold and super foggy. And she's Uh, like, I wish I had my jacket. Yeah, it's so fucking foggy out there that she physically can't even see that there's a second car in the driveway until she almost hits it with her truck. Yeah. There's a Volvo. Volvo. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's Volvo. Edward's Volvo. He has come unannounced to pick her up and take her to Forks High School, which is like a whole thing. It's a big deal. That's a whole thing. And he's like, I brought my jacket because I thought you might get sick if you get too cold. Yep. Myth. Myth. And you'd think he'd know that. Well, he is from a time before that was widely known as, like, a myth. Yes, but he's been alive ever since, and his dad's a doctor. There are still people on this earth that are not vampires that believe that that's true. That you get, uh, like, you get sick from Yeah, but those people have only been alive for a certain period of time. Edward's had time to fucking learn. His dad is a doctor. He chooses not to. He he never sleeps. He has plenty of time to learn that that being out in the cold does not give you a cold. Eddie, he, ha- he doesn't see it. Well, you know what? He pretends not to see Open it. Open your eyes, Edward. Uh, something else about the fact that Edward is not wearing his jacket is we get a... Forks fashion! We get a forks fashion! Forks fashion. Eddie, and this kind of confused me, but Eddie is wearing a light gray knit v-neck shirt with long sleeves. And that is exactly how it's described in the book, in that graceless kind of way. And I was kind of like... You can just say, so like is a it a sweater? sweater? Yeah, it's I'm a sweater. Sure it's a sweater. Because it's knit. It is a knit it's shirt. It's a sweater. With long sleeves, which makes it a sweater. A v neck sweater. At least it's not a fucking turtleneck. I swear to God. If I ever see you in a turtleneck, I'm going to go completely apeshit. Enraged. Instant rage. Okay. Never wear a turtleneck around me. No one. No one. Uh, but yeah, so Forks Fashion. Oh, and, and this leads Belle once again to be like, his muscular chest oh, under I, this sweater. Wait, listen, I have a direct quote here because it was like the sexiest thing that's been in these books so far. Really? She's like, she says that his, his shirt is like clinging to his muscles and then she says, it was a colossal tribute to his face that it kept my eyes away from his body. And I went, oh damn, Stephanie, you went there. Oh, Stephanie. Uh, I think we're going to have to come up with like a new segment about like. Bella being thirsty? Yeah. Like, something sex-related. We're going to have to, like, come up with, like, a name for it. Yeah. Because I, I definitely noticed that, and I, like, wrote a note about it. I was like, mm, are we going to get more of this? Uh, because if you recall, like, later in these books, a big point of contention between Edward and Bella is that Bella wants to have sex with Edward, and Edward doesn't want to have sex with her unless they're married. Yeah. So Bella is very thirsty. Yeah, you're right. I guess we will have to come up with a segment name for Bella's thirst. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll think we'll think on that more and get back to you later. She maybe next wants episode. nothing more than to rip Edward out of the fridge and swig from him straight from the carton. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> um, Only if he's wearing his turtleneck, though. Oh God, his fucking ivory turtleneck, fucking light I gray. I literally can't. I cannot sweater. think of that turtleneck without thinking about Justin Timberlake's like crusty like you know who i think about when i think uh turtlenecks who spongebob squarepants bitch (laughs) best (laughs) best time to wear striped sweater is all the time (laughs) anyway anyway (laughs) anyway they drive to school i have one more thing to say please it kind of harkens back to what i said last episode about edward just because you can drive fast doesn't mean that everyone else can keep up with that and like anticipate your driving yeah uh what about all the animals that, like, just wander into the road. How many squirrels, rabbits, deer does this asshole hit Deceased. on a regular basis? Like, he can't read animal minds, right? That's not a thing. Well, we don't know. Maybe he he's like Snow White. He can't read the squirrel's mind. The squirrel's like, oh, I'm just going to cross the street over here and uh, <laughs> gather some nuts for the winter. And then Edward's Volvo just fucking flattens it. Dude. It's probably like a pink mist. Like, it happens so fast. Like, there's no they body. Literally, it literally just goes, it just like, explodes. Like a pops balloon. like a balloon. 
I don't want to think about that. Well, that's what I was thinking about while they were driving to school because it's super fucking foggy out and Bella's still like, he drives really, really fast even in the fog. Think about all the woodland creatures. I was just going to say it's a miracle they don't hit a deer, but I guess he's got great eyesight and if you saw a deer, he'd hit them brakes. Well, whatever. I mean, that, that, again, that would not stop Bella from like flying through the windshield. Um, what I thought of as far as him speeding in forks on a school morning was not actually woodland creatures, but children. Oh, small children. Small children and other high school students on the road. Yeah. Everyone's on the damn road right now going to school. That's what I thought of. And like, yeah, you're right. There's probably so many people that are like driving through town right now that how can you like individually pick out their thoughts to be able to avoid them? Because isn't that kind of like how he says that he avoids getting pulled over and stuff like that because he can tell when there's cops around. Yeah. And whatever. I think probably when it's busy, he's just using his reflexes and heightened senses. It's not great. It is great. But I think that's probably what he's doing. It's weird. I find it disturbing. And I think Bella also does. She does. Something that comes up when they're speeding towards Forks High School is all of a sudden Bella has this moment where she goes... Now, wait a hot damn minute. Oh, yeah. Where is your family? Because you're normally all packed in here like a fucking clown car. Where (laughs) are your siblings? Where are the rest of them? And we come to find, because Edward, like, real smooth parks in a parking spot, next to, here it is, a glossy red convertible Mm -hmm. in the Forks High School parking lot. You know whose car that is? You know whose car that is? It's Rosalie's. It's Rosalie's car. We love that extra bitch. Rosalie drove everyone else to school in her red convertible. And you know Emmett was standing the whole time. Yes, he had the top down. He was like, babe, speed up! Speed up! (laughs) (laughs) Um, It does say, Edward does say that they all all like to drive fast. They all like to drive fast. They all have like a really nice car hidden away. And that's why they take Edward usually because Edward's, I guess, is the least least flashy. Like ostentatious. And even that really stands out. Yeah. He says like, like I said, we like to fit in. And Bella rightly calls him on that bullshit. And she's like, well, you don't. Yeah, (laughs) she does. Uh, So here's my question. Why don't the Cullens have like a decoy car? I know that they like to drive fast, but like, is the trip from your home to the high school that long that it's like worth driving that fast? They are so out of touch. Truly. Edward's Volvo is the decoy car. (laughs) I guess so. It is. Yeah, all the other Cullens showed up in Rosalie's glossy red convertible just because Edward wanted to drive Bella to school or whatever. Yeah, and he says that all the Cullens like to drive fast, which I would just like to say real quick, somehow it's less douchey when it's not Edward. Yeah. It's still douchey, but somehow that made me go, ah, that's not so bad. (laughs) It's not as bad. They all have their simple life pleasures. They do. Driving Um, fast. Which is kind of funny because they can run really fast. And don't you think that if you could run at, like, the speed of a car, you would just do that? Like, super speed. Yeah, but it's probably not as fun as driving. I don't know. They can probably run faster than a car. But who the hell wants to run? Just because you can doesn't mean you do. (laughs) I bet Edmund. I can run. That doesn't mean I do. It's like, do they run the mile at school? We already talked about this. Yeah, I know. And I think that they do. Well, some of them do. Uh, but anyway, that aside, they get out of the car, everyone's, like, staring, because, <laughs> duh, who wouldn't be? I had 
I genuinely laughed this chapter for once because uh-huh. I enjoyed it that much. And the first one is this moment. Okay. When they are walking to, like up to the building and Jessica's standing there with Bella's coat and she just holds it out wordlessly. She can't even talk. <laughs> She's like just staring She's at them. Shook. And uh, Bella's like, good morning. Thanks for bringing my jacket. Good thing you remembered. And uh, Edward goes... Good morning, Jessica. And they just kind of like keep going. And <laughs> Jessica's just like staring at them wordlessly. That made me laugh a lot. Like, do you think that was the first time that Edward has ever spoken to Jessica? <laughs> yeah, probably. That moment, it didn't make me laugh. I mean, it, it, well, it was kind of funny. But it didn't make me laugh. I more just kind of went, eh, Jessica's kind of a good friend. Mm-hmm. You know? I've had a lot of friends who would have just uh, accidentally forgotten my jacket. Accidentally. Well, which doesn't make them a bad friend, but you know, it's it's a mark of accidentally in like quotes, just because they didn't feel like bringing it. It was in her car anyway. Yeah, doesn't matter. No, but what I'm saying is, is when people, when somebody remembers something, you're like, ah, that was nice. Yeah. Anyway, I think Jessica's a good friend. Uh, Yeah, I think she is too. She's just. She's just a little crazy. She is like, a little crazy. Like we all are. Um, Edward and Bella actually kind of have a conversation indirectly about how crazy Jessica is. Because <laughs> yeah. Jessica wants all the details, obviously, about what has occurred. And uh, Edward I can, think that's reasonable. That's I reasonable. Mean, has Edward ever, like, spoken to anyone outside of his family before? No. No. So, I mean, I think it's reasonable for... For Jessica to be like, what the fuck happened? No, it totally is. Uh, but Edward can uh, read minds. So Bella's like, heads up, what do I tell this bitch? What does she want to know? And one thing that they come to conclude together mm. yes. is that it is okay for Bella to tell Jessica that they have, in fact, been secretly dating. Right. To explain away some of the uh, oddities right. that have been occurring. Which, um... Doesn't really explain a lot. It actually makes things more interesting. No, it, it doesn't explain a lot. But in that moment when they decided that together, I I had this like realization. Like I could like flash back to me as a teenager reading that, being like, "Aww, it was pretty that's cute. cute. It was genuinely cute. Yeah, I like it was genuinely of cute. all the weird and creepy things that Bella and Edward have have gotten up to." That wasn't one of them. That that was pretty cute. That was cute. Was he, he was cute. like, uh, yeah, you can tell her that we've been secretly dating. She wants to know. Because Bella's kind of like, well. What should I say? Are we? Like, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, sure. And I, I was like, oh, well, that's kind of nice, you guys. <laughs> it's a very teenager-y thing to do. Yes, it, it was cute. But yeah, so Edward kind of gives her the heads up. They kind of decide together what, what, what should be said. And uh, less cute. Edward does say to Bella straight up, he's like, I'm gonna be listening. Yeah, so... Which is uh, less cute. But we kind of let it slide for now because because sometimes you just have to. You just have to pick your battles at this point with that yes. creepiness. So then Bella goes off to her first class. Mike is in her first class, mm-hmm. not Jessica. And this isn't really important, but Bella tells Mike that Jessica was kind of talking about how their date went. yeah. The other and night. he gets all excited. And he gets all excited because Belle's like, yeah, she said she said she had fun. She said it went well. And that's cute, too. That's cute, that too. That was super cute. Mike was super excited to hear such a thing. Yes, he was. And he was like, oh, does she, does she want to go out again? Like, yeah, <laughs> like, it was cute. I think if I have properly memorized Bella's high school schedule, which at this point I should have, I think she <laughs> sees Jess in her third class. Yes, she goes Trig. to English first. And then, and then government and then, and then Trig. Trig. And then that's when she sees Jessica. And, and then, Jessica talks to her through the entirety of Trig. The entire time. <laughs> the entire time. I'm just going to kind of let Laura take this away because Jessica really firmly pulls a Laura. Like, 
She is Laura. Laura is Jessica. Jessica is Laura. They are one and the same. Yeah, she, um, she just wants to know everything. She's- Literally, all my whole note for this was, and then Jess presses Bella for the deets and is basically just Laura. I don't really have, like, a specific notes either. I literally wrote Jessica dot 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 is me. Yeah. Um, she, she wants to know details. She's like, so did you invite him to, to Port Angeles? And Bella's like, no, I had no idea he was going to be there. True. They talk about how when Edward took her to dinner, the waitress was really pretty. She was probably like 19 or 20 and Edward just completely blew her off and ignored her. And Jessica's really excited by that because she's like, oh, he likes you. And Bella's like, yeah, yeah, I guess, but not as much as I like him. And Jessica's like, oh. And then they get to talking about Mike. And Mm -hmm. Bella's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I told him that you said that you had fun on your date. And then (laughs) Jessica (laughs) says the most me thing I think anyone has ever uttered in this world. Yeah. (laughs) She says, tell me exactly what he said and your exact response. And that is the kind of shit that I need to know. That is literally something that Laura... I do believe has said to me. Yes. And I've gone, I don't fucking know, bro. (laughs) And it says that they like have this whole conversation about like, they're just like dissecting like facial expressions and shit. Like Jessica really wanted the deets. Yeah. This is not important, but Jessica wanted the deets. And I also want the deets. The deets. I love them. I love a good deet. I I love a good deet. I do have to say during that conversation, Mm -hmm. I did enjoy that Bella kind of roasts Edward up a little bit because she knows that he's listening. And she's like, yeah, well, he's really cryptic. Yeah, she does. She does yeah, say kind some of annoying. stuff on purpose. She says some things because, like, she wants him to know that she's, like, not impressed by them. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> speaking like, of... I the, don't know. He's weird. <laughs> speaking of the fact that Edward is, in fact, listening, uh, when they meet up again after her talking to Jess, he's, like, kind of pressed yeah he's kind of pressed about something that he heard bella say yeah and to that i say well edward whose fault is that whose fault i is had that? the exact same thought nobody told you to listen <clears throat> like and it's not that big a deal this chapter was enjoyable but we, we need to put on the table sometimes people just need to decompress and talk to their friends yep it doesn't mean anything half the time you you shouldn't hear it you don't need to hear it yep you know what i mean when you have a relationship with somebody, any relationship with somebody, sometimes you're going to want to go and sit down and talk to somebody else. It don't mean shit. You're just decompressing. The other person should never hear it. Do you I know talk what I mean? shit on Ryan all the time. I talk shit on Laura, too. Good. Yeah. It's healthy. It's healthy. <laughs> it's healthy. Yeah, but, I mean, so that that's that's what I'm saying. Like, he has no right to be pressed about anything that he heard. No right. It shouldn't no right. have even come up. And she kind of says that, too. She doesn't, yeah. like explicitly say it but she's like well uh if you don't like what you heard maybe you shouldn't have been eavesdropping so i guess that is kind of explicitly saying it isn't it yeah it kind of is uh (laughs) what he was pressed about was that she said that he does not like her as much as she likes him and he's like well that's bullshit and she's she's like well but you always sound like you're trying to tell me goodbye when you're saying something else. Yeah. And he's like, well, that's exactly why. That's exactly why. If ever I were a danger to you, I like you so much that I would leave you. And Bella's like, uh, well, you know what? I could just do something dangerous and bring you right back. And you know what? New Moon has entered the chat. <laughs> you know what? This is so fucking toxic already. 
<laughs> day one of their like fake dating life yeah. and they're already like if you ever try to leave me <laughs> i will jump off a cliff <laughs> but am i right new moon has entered the chat she just laid down the entire plot of the next yeah book. basically um, um and also there- i just want to say it's I, I was like a little bit baffled by his surprise at the fact that she thinks that he doesn't like her that much because he is constantly acting like a spoiled little titty baby whenever she does anything that he doesn't like. And even in this conversation, he gets really mad at her because she can't think of an answer for him fast enough. And he gets, he starts scowling and like being a dick. He does that thing that Edward does where his mood literally changes every 30 seconds. Yeah. Even in a happy chapter. Um, Can we just put on the table that they're doing all of this like in the lunchroom, Edward has bought a tray of food uh, for, quote, unquote, both of them. Yeah. And everyone in the lunchroom, including all of his siblings, are sitting there and staring at them while they talk. <laughs> Literally everyone. This is not important at all, but during this conversation, because they are sitting in front of a tray of food together, Bella's like, uh, what if somebody ever dared you to eat food? Could you do it? And he kind of uh, describes it as, well, you can eat dirt technically dot 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 if someone dared you to eat dirt you could do that yeah so and he takes a bite of the pizza yeah so fun fact friday they can eat they can eat i would love to know where it goes they probably just barf it up later or something you think so i don't know i think that's what vampires do in true blood that's what they do in what we do in the shadows well hey there you go yeah um so that's that's a little interesting there's only really one or two ways it could come come well exactly and i'm like do they shoot it out no i think they Hard lump of coal. I think they probably just barf. Yeah. So that's a little fun they, fact there. Regurge. <laughs> Something else. Wait, I want to talk about the food more though. Oh yeah. Yeah, because I got really irritated. Are you going to say about how they throw away all that damn food? Yeah, I got really irritated. He bought a whole ass tray of food, and Bella looks at it and she's like, "There's no way I'm going to eat all that food." And she and he's like, "Oh yeah, half of it's for me." But he's not going to eat it. So like, they're just going to throw it away, and then. He has the balls to talk about being, like, environmentally friendly and, like, the wasting of finite resources is everyone's problem. I mean, and I blah, guess blah, blah, technically. Blah. Like, we try not to hunt, like, where there aren't, like, big enough populations. Like, no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> that was the cat. Yep. I and guess I technically. Like, Edward, you hypocrite. Food is not environmentally damaging it's more like morally damaging like yeah. you're wasting all of that food people are starving edward environmentally damaging not i still so think much. that they should have like a compost pile on their property somewhere. well they should they, they should. should it's not the worst thing that they do though it's not the just worst thing just shove that, they that lettuce into your backpack bring it home yeah oh absolutely. dump it out in the compost hard-boiled pile eggs no i agree i found it also really funny because they they can eat food but they just choose to sit there weirdly not eating food every day. <laughs> like, none of them ever, like, have food with them. This is the only time we ever see, so far, one of the Cullens actually have, like, a tray of food. They except do for that, have food. Except for, wait, really? Yeah, because remember it says Alice uh, throws away her stuff in the first chapter. Oh, shit, you're right. She has I think soda. They, I think they do So they just, food. that's even fucking weird. They get food, they buy it, they sit at their lunch table with it in front of them, but they do not eat it. You know, it's probably uncomfortable for them to eat food. My solution to this as a vampire would probably be like, yeah, we eat our lunch in the library. 
Yeah. So if you don't see us really with food, busy, it's because when it's lunchtime, like go yeah. to study hall or something yeah. instead. Like no, why I agree. sit in the it's cafeteria? It's not that they. That's yeah. exactly it. Yeah. You're right. It's yeah, the yeah. fact that they sit there weirdly not eating yeah. and make it like really obvious that they're not right. eating. Yeah. There are a thousand. I go go eat in your fucking car. Have lunch in your car, assholes. Yeah. I mean, if they're if any of them are seniors, they're probably allowed to like go off campus yeah. and buy food or something. Be like, oh yeah, I went to McDonald's. I'm Emmett. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I go to McDonald's I and I day. do what I want. I love and a Rosalie French fry. comes with me. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, Alice and Jasper are like locked in a janitor's closet somewhere. Oh my like God, like freaks. having too much fun with the broom or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I, uh, yeah. Uh, there's, uh, you know, many different ways to handle this situation. I think Stephanie just didn't think that hard about it. Anyway, so they're sitting there at this food. They're having all these little interesting conversations. Mm-hmm. And one of them that they have, and it, didn't go on for very long, but it's worth mentioning because it's another Stephanie Meyer moment. It right. was just, <clears throat> it was just annoying to partake in. Okay. Um, it is when Bella, I think it goes back to when Bella was talking about how she likes Edward more than he likes her. I think she has this moment where she's like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty ordinary. I'm a pretty oh, ordinary God, person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so of course then we had to have this whole Edward thing where he was like, well, you don't, you didn't hear what every, you didn't hear what every human male in this school was thinking on your first day. And she says, I don't believe it. And he says, just trust me. This once, you are the opposite of ordinary. I have several things to say. Number one, <laughs> why did that have to come up? Number two, why can't Bella be ordinary? Why do we have to do this thing where this brown-eyed brown-haired, 5'4", 125-pound girl from Forks, Washington has to be this absolutely extraordinary, beautiful, but clumsy, and doesn't know it, beautiful person. Mm -hmm. Why can't Bella be ordinary? Let people be ordinary, goddammit. Yeah. What? what Like, why can't it just be her alluring scent that makes her unordinary? Why? Yeah, and why her do we have to mental do mental shield? Why do we have Why to, does she also have to be Exactly, hot? like I don't get it. And like I have nothing against girls with brown hair, brown eyes. You know what I mean? Like people of that of that general description, which is I there's nothing against that. Right. But why do we have to make that like like this whole thing like she has like this extreme extra beauty like let people be ordinary. It's yeah. okay to be ordinary. We don't have to do this. We don't have to do all this. And it didn't have to come up in the first place. We don't have to listen to Bella's piss, piss, wine, wine, I'm not special speech. Just let Edward can do his, yes, you are speech. You know I what know. I mean? Like, we didn't, we didn't need to have it. It's sickening. Come it, on, it's Stephanie. Just, it's just, it's so overdone. It's so overdone. It's boring. Like It is boring. It's, it's boring. It's stupid. It's just like, like who I cares? I am really supposed to sit here and believe that Bella Swan has the same level of attractiveness and 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 allure that the fucking Cullens have. No. They are killing machines. Bella they, Swan gets zits. She gets zits like the goddamn rest of us. Yeah, we yeah. don't need to do all this. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know it's like a a curse of the genre in general. Right, where like right, the, it the is. female protagonist has to be, you know, this big special thing but she's not really she's just plain and ordinary she doesn't she's super super special and attractive but she doesn't think she's super special and attractive because if she thinks that 
then she's not she's anymore. stuck up. Yeah, exactly. And we like, can't have that. We don't need to we do that. We can't have that. her actually be aware of her beauty because that would mean that she's shallow. Yeah, it was... She's a Lauren. She's a Lauren. It, it was just one of those things in this chapter that I went, do we have to do this right now? Can't we just, can't we just enjoy it? Mm. We have to do this. You're right. It was a small moment, but it was a tough moment. It was a tough moment to get through, Stephanie. But, that aside, they do then have this kind of fun conversation about, it's more about what the Cullens eat, and it's specifically about when Edward went on that hunting trip just with Emmett. Yeah. It was kind of fun. That actually is where my second I genuinely laughed came from. Please. Uh, So, she's kind of like, well, why did you and Emmett go camping, like, or, like, she goes, like, why did you and Emma go hunting in that, like, Goat Rocks place? My dad says there's a lot of bears there. And Edward just kind of gives her, like, a mm, look. And she's like, oh, shit, you guys are out there hunting bears. But the part that made me laugh is, like, she's so, like, flustered and she doesn't know what to say. And the only thing she can come up with is she finally goes, you know, bears are not in season. Like, <laughs> that just made me laugh so hard. I was like, yeah, I mean, fair. Fair but. enough. But, yeah. She's like, you know, um... When they wrote those laws, they only said that you can't hunt bears with a weapon. So, I'm (laughs) free and clear. Another fun little fact that comes from this conversation. Edward says, bears are Emmett's, basically they're Emmett's favorite food. Emmett loves hunting bears. And he likes to go at this time of year because they're just waking up from hibernation and they're like extra pissed off. Like, I can Um, just, Emmett, I love him. Knowing what we know about Emmett, spoilers, Emmett Cullen was almost killed by a grizzly bear, I believe. And then he was turned. And that's when Rosalie turned him. He was already dying and she saved him. Uh, do you think that that's like Emmett's revenge? Emmett's revenge. I didn't think of it that way. I mean, He's like it might be. I can't fucking stand bears. Ever since that one bear almost got me, but it kind of seems like Emmett was hunting bears, and that's why he got attacked by one. Maybe, yeah, no, I when think he was that a was human. a fact. So maybe he always really liked to hunt bears. He just doesn't like bears. Uh, Bella then does look at Emmett and kind of points out Emmett uh, his his build his physique. Yeah, it's kind of similar to that of a bear. He's very. Big, he's big he's and bulky. He's, and he's got all the muscles. He's like a big guy. You yeah. know what I mean? It also kind of says that Emmett, doesn't it say that Emmett sort of hunts like a bear? That's what Edward says. He's like, if you have ever seen like footage of a bear attacking something, then you'll know what it looks like when Emmett's hunting. Yeah, because he then says that his favorite thing to hunt and to eat is mountain, mountain lions, lion. which Bell's kind of... I think Bella says something like, do you hunt like a bear too? Or something like that. And he's like more like a mountain lion or something like that. Yeah, he does. And then he's like, I wonder if our preferences are affected by the way we hunt or something. Yeah. I guess it's supposed to be like, I'm the fast one. He's the strong one. So I like to hunt faster prey and he likes to hunt stronger prey. Yeah. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? We will never know. Uh, but that was just like a fun little thing. I, I like any information I can get. About Emmett Cullen. Oh my god, me too. Any of the Cullens at this point, I'm like, give me more. Yeah. I want to know. I want to know more about Rosalie's car. I want to know more about Emmett. Even I would, Alice. Like, yeah. at some point, Bella looks over at the other Cullens' lunch table, and she says that Alice is watching them, but none of the other ones are. I, I Well, they were at the beginning, but she look, looks over at them at a certain point, and Alice is watching them, and then she, like, looks over again, and she's like, well, at least they weren't looking back at me. Um, at least they weren't looking pretending yeah they were pretending not to look back at her yeah she's like makes eye contact with alice and you know alice is over there like best friend best friend best yes. friends yes because alice knows 
Alice knows. Alice, They're going to be best friends. Alice knows. Yes, Alice has visions and she knows that she's going to be best friends with Bella. Before we get into the next thing, which is uh, something that they decide about their Seattle I'm trip. I'm so fucking excited. Uh, I want you all to be very aware that part of Bella's lunch is Coca-Cola. She's drinking a Coke. I was sitting next to Laura when I was reading this chapter and all of a sudden I just went, Oh my god! And Laura went, No, no, tell me! That's what I was uh, saying, Oh my god, about the but fact that she was drinking. You didn't even say it like that. It was funny because you were reading and you just went, Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it was like you just figured out the answer to like this mystery that had been bothering you your entire life. It was like, Suddenly I know. Oh my god. <laughs> Bella was drinking more Coke and I literally just had this moment where I was like, Bitch, how much Coke can you put in your body? Yeah. Girl! Have some water. Hydrate yourself. So far today, Bella has had a chug of, of milk straight from the carton. A granola and a, bar. And a Coca-Cola and a bite of pizza. She is, uh... She's unwell. It's kind of like that scene in the movie when she's nibbling on a celery stick and tells Angela that she should do a report on, like, eating disorders. And I'm like, yes. bitch, can you see yourself? Exactly. Oh, um, man. But anyway, they... Are talking about their Seattle trip then? Because it's happening on Saturday. Like, yeah, it is coming up. It's coming up. And Edward says to her, hey, are you set on going to see? Like, do you actually have to go to Seattle? Or was that just an excuse? Because we don't have to go to Seattle. It's going to be sunny on Saturday. So mm-hmm. probably better that Edward kind of not go to Seattle. He's actually. like, I'm not going to be out in public, but you can still come hang out. And I think... What is going to happen? Oh well, God. number one, he says that he's going to show, right? Doesn't he say he's going to show Bella the sun thing? Do they say that? I don't think he explicitly says it, but he kind of implies it. He's yeah. like, you can still kind of like come hang out and see what it's like. Yeah, so he's going to show Bella what happens to uh, Twilight vampires when they're in the sun. And I assume that uh, this is the part of, you know, correlates to the part of the movie where she goes over and like and they're making the her dinner. Yes, and she I'm meets so the other I'm so excited. Collins. That movie scene is fucking hysterical and i don't anticipate that the book version is going to be as funny but like i just can't wait i hope uh i hope rosalie smashes a glass bowl yes i really do i just i hope that that's what it is i i don't i don't know what else it could be at this point i had other guesses about the seattle trip before but now i'm pretty sure yeah and it makes sense it makes sense um bella does say to Edward, like, is it okay if I drive? Because I told my dad that I was driving to Seattle, so if my car never leaves the driveway, he's going to be, like, a little weird about it. Yeah. Uh, And she's like, I don't think he would care if I went to Seattle with you, but I just would prefer not to, like, have that conversation with him. And Edward's kind of like, all right, but I think you should tell your dad. And Bella's like, why? And Edward says probably the creepiest thing that he's ever said so far in this book. Yeah. Which is, um... That by Bella telling Charlie that she's going to be with Edward, it is going to give him, Edward, some incentive to bring Bella back. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if somebody said that to me, I would be like, just kidding, I actually don't want to go anywhere with you. Yeah, I'll be at home, enjoy your Saturday. Yeah, well, that's what a normal person would say, but we've long since established. Edward has already danced around the fact that he has... The frequent urge to kill Bella a lot. Yeah. Um, and I think this is probably like the creepiest way he's said it so far. Yes. He's basically trying to make a joke out of it, but he's like, It's not funny though. If your dad doesn't know where you are, I might just kill you and not tell anyone. All yeah. right. Yeah. It's yeah, that happens. But that's that's pretty much it. That's pretty much the chapter. That is pretty much the chapter. We do need to talk about, if you are ready for this. 
We have hit 200 pages. Yes. We're a little over 200 we, pages now. We are on chapter 10, 200 pages. It's like a good yeah. chunk of the book. Yes. So we're about... Yeah, so page-wise, there's about 500 pages. We're like two-fifths of the way through. Mm-hmm. There's 24 chapters and... and um, an epilogue? And an epilogue. <laughs> I always say that word wrong, so I don't want to say it. How are you going to say it? I, no, it's not... It, this is not a one-time thing. Since childhood, since I could barely read, I've always said it in my mind, epilogue. Oh, okay. And I know that that's not correct, which <laughs> it's is... It's an epilogue. It's an epilogue. There's 24 chapters and an epilogue. Yes. So, let's say 25 chapters, we're like... 10 out of 25, 15 mm-hmm. more, 300 more, wow, 15 more and 300 more pages. Well, the chapters are probably going to get longer as more shit starts happening because as we have come to discover, Stephanie cannot write action scenes without making them go on for like approximately 10 pages That's and true. be filled with nonsense details that do not line up. That's true. So I'm probably going to be bitching about that a lot yeah. in the future. Uh, I can't wait for there to be like actual fight scenes between vampires in these books because holy shit, those must be wild to read. Yes. So uh, what's left to come? They got to they gotta do the hangout. Baseball? I'm hoping that's the next chapter. The hangout, but yeah. But I don't know that it is because the next chapter... Fun fact is called Complication, and it's, uh-huh. I can almost guarantee it's a continuation of the school day that they're having. Yeah. So I don't know if I, that will happen I in don't the next know. chapter. I don't know. Uh, but they have to do that hangout. They have to do the baseball scene. They gotta. Which make, sets in motion the yeah, whole hunter the whole thing. Plot. yeah. I don't know. There's 300 more pages, and I feel like not that many more huge plot points to go through. And I think that. That goes back to, like, Stephanie just needs to make everything long. Yeah. If it's, like, an action scene, she just has to make it go on forever. I mean, it took us 200 pages just to fully and completely establish that Edward is, in fact, a vampire. Yeah. So. Well, there you go. So, Ryan, how are you feeling about Twilight so far? 200 pages in. Has it been uh, all that you imagined and dreamed it would be? (laughs) It has been pretty much what I expected. Yeah. Uh, It's not been great by any means. I mean, it's been not great. The experience has been fun, but the book itself has been not great. Yeah, it's been a real roller coaster for me. I feel like I hit a chapter and I'm like, this is the best chapter so far. And then the next chapter is like the worst chapter so far. It's just constant ups and downs. It is. It is. But this has been fun, though. This was a good one. We should acknowledge that this this podcast thus far has been fun. Yeah, I've uh, enjoyed it. We have listeners. We have two straight listeners. We, need we to have shout two straight out. listeners. Uh, yeah, two episodes ago, episode eight, we made the mistake of saying that we had one straight listener. We would like to correct that. We have two, actually three, but two is what really matters. Uh, my sister's friend, shout out. Thank you for listening. Yes. You're super cool. My sister sends me screenshots of their conversations of them laughing about the podcast. Oh, why so, don't you ever show them to me? I don't know. <laughs> I would like to see them, too. Okay. Next time. Next time. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're super cool. Shout out to uh, Laura's sister, who always listens. Yeah, she listens, like, right away, too. Yeah. My sister, who always listens. Yeah. My mom, uh, who gave birth to me. And some of the time, Linda and Chelsea. Some of the time, Linda and Chelsea. And uh, my friend in West Virginia. Yes. Her and Mothman sit down, plug in, and listen to the uh, <laughs> listen to the podcast, too. That's Clover having it's, a fit. Uh, Clover's mad because there's... Tigger is alive right now. Yeah. He's alive and he's existing and he's not sorry about it. Go away, Tigger. You're causing a ruckus. But yeah, so the podcast has been fun. Uh, I hope it's been fun for everyone who listens. We've been here for
over 200 pages in 10 chapters. It's been great. We're going to be here again next weekend. Yes. Doing what we do. And I think for now, we're done. We're signing off we're for signing now. Off for we're now. signing off for now. Um, uh, we got to figure out what to eat for dinner. Yeah, I'm like hungry but not craving anything, which is always irritating. It's a problem. We will probably figure... It's it's about 5 o'clock in the evening right now. Mm-hmm. By 7, we'll probably know what we want. Mm-hmm. Well, we won't know what we want, but we'll be so damn hangry that we got to eat something. Yeah. So, and then we will. 